Hey guys, welcome to this exciting episode of Startup Couches. If you are joining us for the first time, thank you so much for coming on the couch. And make sure you subscribe, make sure you get comfortable, make sure you also follow these founder conversations on our Twitter at Startup Couches. If you are listening um, as a return listener, if you're coming back, Thank you so much. You already know how it goes. On the couch today, I have Precious. Precious is the CEO of Panda Screw. Welcome to the couch, man. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. Yes. Um. So, how's your day been so far? Oh, well, you know how these things goes. Uh, you get to handle the thing or two around and find time for meetings like this yeah basically some of these days are just meetings meetings and meetings so jumping right into the conversation what is panda scroll and how does it work okay so uh basically panda scroll is a fraud free haven for every transaction in africa right um so it, it is our mission to provide african businesses with safety ease and flexibility when carrying out transactions online and um, due to the increase in fraud in several industries uh, not limited to e-commerce far beyond real estate and all these other industries pandash group coming as an escrow service to protect transactions online between two parties to ensure that uh, there is just not an occurrence of fraud in that transaction oh wow um i think that's actually really impressive you know doing escrow services for people so how does it usually work and how like if i'm a business owner what kinds of people already use panda screw today um and what is the experience for them how does it work oh okay so uh well to, to start uh, with the very first question how it works um, it pretty much works the way every other escrow platform works, um, which is the two, two persons have uh, come together to agree that they want to transact. Um, so one of them would likely be a buyer and then the next person would be a seller, right? So Pandashko yep. acts as this middleman who say, okay, you want to transact with this person. What you would do is send us the payment on this person's name and then we are actually going to lock that payment in our escrow service until the other party has delivered value or service or actually giving you the product that was uh, initiated for the transaction that just occurred and that is only when we would uh, release this payment we hold in our escrow to this uh, seller who uh, is now subjected to uh, receiving that payment okay that's that's really pretty straightforward um and so the second question is what kinds of people use panda scroll today what kinds of businesses do you see gravitating towards the use of your service okay from the onset of uh, our launch our private better launch to be very precise uh, we were targeting the b2c 
community, the B2C uh, pair of uh, users, um, that is actually people who uh, most likely will transact on the social commerce space, uh, like Instagram, Twitter, and all of these social platforms. Um, but we've uh, shifted our narrative to the B2B business model. So what we are targeting currently are businesses that offer a, a large scale of transactions with users on their platforms, uh, platforms like Gigi, platforms like Jumia, uh, Property Pro, and the rest of these kinds. So, so we've completely shifted our narrative from the B2C to the B2B. But, but of course, we still offer B2C service, but that is not completely our focus at the moment. Okay, okay. I, I, I get that. And I think, you know, the B2B shift is actually um, pretty impressive, right? Um, I am very curious on... I like to imagine there's a lot of partnerships that need to go on, right? For something like this to work, especially for B2B side. So when you mentioned like Gigi, um, you know, how would a Gigi, how would someone that wants to buy stuff from Gigi or how would someone that wants to list their stuff on Gigi be able to, you know, find you? Would you integrate directly with Gigi so that once I'm listing, I could maybe um, just by clicking a button, add, Panda screw service into how um, my customers pay or like do you understand what I'm asking? Yes, yes, I do clearly. Uh, well, uh, at the moment we have a platform that was built with with the mindset of a B two C, right? Um, so people on Gigi are personally targeted on our adverts. Uh, they're helping them understand that yes, we understand Gigi gives you the leverage of selling more. But then, of course, we understand that there's a lot of risk with trading on Gigi. And yeah. so you could be secure with every transaction you put out there. And that is what Pandastro can do for you. However, we are still making approaches towards Gigi to um, embed our systems uh, into Gigi, more like a plug and play, so that you don't really have to leave Gigi uh, to come to Pandasco to transact. You you can do every single thing on Gigi. Um, that is a conversation that is uh, going to be initiated. At the moment, we are doing uh, the groundwork and all of those things required to approach partnerships. Okay, okay. I think that's actually really amazing. I think that direction, that business business direction, is actually um, super amazing, super critical, and there's upsides for like there's incentive for both parties basically right to use panda screw so I, I really like the shift and i think um that you know i think the next question i would like to ask is where did you make the shift you know why did you change from the direction of b2c users i mean even though you're still catering to them today to the business to business um direction awesome awesome that that is that is a key question uh it's it's one that is fascinating because um looking at when we targeted at the b2c market uh, we realized that it was a one-on-one target right um so what that simply means is we have to churn out a lot of advertisement we have to put out a lot of educative content we have to educate people why escrow is needed of course you uh, should be aware that escrow even till this day is not still mainstream in as much as we have several competitors um, I, I know a lot of people have actually at a point or two heard of escrow but it's still not mainstream so so we 
understood that it's going to take a whole lot than putting out educative resources, putting out a lot of adverts and all to um, get people to use escrow, which is the B2C we initially started off with. Uh, so we had to shift the narrative um, from actually selling uh, selling people a solution to actually helping them see their problems and how it can be avoided. And that is, of course, taking use cases from platforms they are already familiar with, like Gigi, uh, Jumia and the rest of this kind, specifically GG, right? We hear of a lot of scam cases from that platform. So, so this period, we tend to target where there's more volume to get more outreach, sort of. And that's why we had to make that shift to uh, retarget our focus on where the market is actually uh, already created and not trying to create a new market for the solution we offer. Yeah. So that yeah. was that was why the shift was necessary. Yeah, I think that's actually pretty smart. Um, so curiously, how did Panda Scroll start? I'm really expecting a very juicy story here. So hit me. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's a personal story, right? Um, funny enough, everybody has this theory, uh, slightly different from each other. But um, okay, so I'm going to share anyway. So I, I had this event I was supposed to attend. Um, my, my previous experience, my previous history rather would uh, would be summarized into me being uh, someone of authority in my previous startup, right? So, so I'm more like a second time founder. So I've had the opportunity to work with uh, a startup, which happened to be my first startup uh, as a person of authority. And one of the things I was opportuned while I was there was um, the privilege of going to events and speaking as a guest invite speaker. But, but something happened uh, that weekend. I was invited, just like every other event, to go speak. And I had to work um, deadlines, right, that was supposed to be delivered on Friday. Um, and then this event was on Saturday, so I couldn't leave the comfort of my um, home to go get some new wares that I'm going to have to wear to go to this event. And uh, so what happened was I came on Instagram, I saw these really nice sneakers, and then of course I saw uh, a shoe, um, a shirt rather. So I, I went for the sneakers and I realized that, oh, I, I could actually add this shirt to the list of things I need to get. So yeah, cool, I added those uh, items and then i went to his dms of course the traditional way people shop on instagram you screenshot the item you go to the vendor's dm and then you say is this item available and then the person would likely say yes or no or whatever it is right so yeah he said yes and i was like cool so um first off before we engage in payment and all this is very urgent i need this item to be delivered to me unfailingly if possible today, if not possible, on feeling tomorrow, because the day I actually did that whole stuff was on Thursday, um, and Friday was the day I was hoping to get it so that I could prepare, plan it all out, and then Saturday I hit the road to the event center. Um, so he was like, yeah, you get it, and all this stuff. I was like, okay, cool. So just leave your account details with me. Um, I'm going to send you the cash in no time but I'm a little bit caught up in stuff right now. So he said, no problems, right? He sent the account details instantly. 
the name I saw on the account detail when he sent them was, uh, I think I saw Fredia, and I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to come back to this once I'm done with what I have as an engagement at the time. Uh, long story short, right? I came back by three hours time, which is almost towards evening, and that message was deleted. And I said, I asked for your account number. You sent it at the time, but you deleted it. Can I get your account number? He sent me a completely different account. Now that was a red flag, but I mean, this is a vendor, and I've done all the uh, FBI work. <laughs> that due diligence you can do, right? Where you go through comments and scroll to the very first post and see how many followers and all of those crap, right? Um, so I was like, mm, okay, well. Uh, send the account he sent i saw the different name and then i made payment to the account it was like uh, it's already evening so you're going to get it tomorrow i was like cool tomorrow what time he said very early in the morning around eight nine i was like eight nine okay okay that's fine um i was actually hoping to hear 10 because i know dispatch either don't go out too early but okay that's also fine it shows you're really serious in this business and all um 10 11 12 one i had to call him on instagram it rang and then it did not uh, go through it, it rang actually he did not take the call i called again he, it rang and he still did not take the call and then he texted me after two hours saying oh sorry is this patch i had issues blah 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 i said where are you i can come pick it up instead it was like not to worry he's going to sort the issue out and then send the guy i was like mm-hmm. Okay, see this thing, I need it tomorrow, but I would have loved to have it today so that I plan it all out. He said, not the problem at all. Ah, normal just now, guy to guy. So I was like, okay, fine. Tomorrow, I, co- I tried to come online by, I think, four. For some reason, it was not connecting, poor connections and all. I chilled. I tried to come back online on six. I came and found the guy had blocked me. The mistake, two reasons. One, I did not have his phone number, right? Second, he blocked me and I did not even memorize the username. And even if I did, there's always a possibility he can change that username. So I was in the middle of chaos and middle of many calls like, uh, are you prepared? Do we come pick you? Or do you have an alternative means of transport? And I don't even know what to say. I was just like, I'm feeling a little bit of the weather. Sorry about the uh, cancel of this event attendant and all, but I don't think I can make it. And it was it was disappointing, but that was the only way I could bail myself out. And two things hurt me. Two things hurt me. The fact that my ego was fractured. I I, I never believed that um, as a grown up man, my age, I can never be scammed. Yeah, yeah, that's literally how most of us think. So, so it fractured my ego. Like it wasn't even about the money; it was about the fact that somebody just played mad on the first one. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, okay. So I started asking around. I started doing uh, uh, investigative work, and I realized that ah, oh, you're even new to this business. Me, I have a pile record of scams. So, <laughs> so everybody started sharing their stories, and I was like, ah. Wait, this is a problem, actual problem. And everybody just uh, take the sub and then just chill with it and ask fine. 
no 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 this shouldn't be happening i mean this is 2020 uh 2020 at the time this shouldn't be happening during the pandemic time when around 2020 2020 december so i was like no 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 this shouldn't be happening at all at all right so we uh, engaged further beyond my friends um beyond people i know asked questions sort of a survey and then we got that um, a lot of other persons we don't even know have same issues either in the crypto space or the real estate space more especially in the e-commerce space right so um, we saw it as an opportunity to um, add up all our expertise right to solve an actual problem that exists in the nigerian ecosystem and, and that was exactly what we did yeah i think this is as you said this is a story that almost everyone would relate to my 300 level in university of benin um i i bought an iphone 5s from a pastor on gg i sent no money I sent, I, 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 I kid you know, this was a pastor. So, like, in my head, I was like, nah, seeing pastor, I was like, oh, yeah, being a Christian, I was like, oh, I was super trusting, like, uh, my money can all loss, right? And yo, I sent money, and it was those um, custom needs, additional 5K. It was those kinds of, they've taken part one of your money, they want to take part two if you, if you are naive enough, right? Yeah. And I literally, was stopped by a friend of mine because i almost sent the additional custom fee, <laughs> custom <laughs> fee to deliver phone from lagos to bini can you imagine right and and you know someone stopped me and that's how i didn't send it and of course he blocked me i couldn't reach him anymore and you know i didn't have any phone and that was literally how i lost that money so that was one of my very first gg <laughs> experiences <laughs> yeah <laughs> man it's, it's a crazy world out here right it's a crazy world and i'm pretty much happy i would say excited rather that um that someone is actually doing an actual uh, solution to a real problem and that that's what pandasco is all about right um pretty much that's why we tend to look at ourselves as a fraud free haven for every transaction um in africa yeah, that makes that makes perfect sense. Um, so, from twenty twenty, how could you describe the growth of Panda Scroll to today? You know, how would you say Panda Scroll has grown? And you know, um, can you tell me more about what the plans this year is? Okay. Yeah. Um, well, the the growth has been slow. I won't lie; it has been really slow. Um, slow while we were existing in a private beta phase of the solution um so we launched our solution to a private beta um, by february 2021 right so we've existed this long and recently just exited the private beta last two weeks right so all all through the 15 months of existing in the private beta the, the growth has been really slow uh, we were able to acquire just 150 users, right? Um, and and were able to do a transaction totaling just uh, $2,800, right? All through these 15 months. Um, but, I mean, it is it is a growth anyway, from oh, zero to that. 
right um however slow it's still a growth but immediately we exited our private beta i'm actually not going to give a figure now but we've actually done almost 500 percent that growth from last two weeks and now oh wow yeah that is amazing that is really really massive growth right there um so if you are already listening and you haven't already you know gotten curious enough to check out check out pandascrow.io it is p-a-n-d-a-s-c-r-o-w.io and begin to live in this fraud free heaven for every of your transactions already whether you're buying from an instagram vendor or you're buying from Gigi, you know start now you know and start living fraud free stop worrying about fraud you do not have to worry about fraud anymore um so precious i wanted to also know what and what um are a few challenges you've had today especially as you are now massively growing this business well okay so um i think i think a few challenges we've had was achieving the product market fit right um understanding that the escrow market is complicated really complicated and there are a lot of competitors out there but the fact that escrow has not gone mainstream is it it simply means someone has actually not done something right yet Um, so so having to go copy and paste someone existing escrow solution um, wasn't ideal so we had to do our deep research first off understand the concept of escrow um, go as far as researching how bank escrow system works and then come back to have to understand our users um, challenges and then of course find a way to merge this solution and uh, issue the data we have at hand to actually solve the problem it, it's it's to me really wasn't easy at all because um, you have to do something that uh, when it goes out there someone will have to say nah this, this doesn't work with me um, I, I don't think this actually match my like kind of business or it, it will solve this problem and then you have to go back to the drawing board and we look things through and then try to tweak it up and come back again with new um, solution and then someone would have to still give feedback and all the back and forth in itself was really challenging but um, the fact that we've existed all this while and then we've also exited the private beta phase of uh, the solution simply means uh, we've attained at least to some greater height uh, product market fit and that's why we were confident enough to eventually launch officially yeah I think that's pretty amazing. I think that's pretty amazing. I like, you know, the honesty also of like how the growth has been, how slow, when it picked up, how amazing it is right now, and especially how um, the work of actually building, building exactly what solves a real problem um, has a lot of dirty work to it, you know, and this is so evident here. how would you say this is random but how would you say the pandemic affected um the idea of pandas oh well um first off the pandemic brought its blessing and also came with causes <laughs> so um, i would say the pandemic gave gave us more um, 
insight into how the world will be shaped going forward and that every single thing would have to find a way to adjust itself to fit the online narrative starting from virtual calls right um, and, and also how people get to shop online right so a lot of these things became um, spotlighted and so we had to consider these factors too that people would likely not go to physical shops no more they would rather want to leverage on e-commerce solutions to shop right um, so so that was a blessing in disguise but the, the challenges that came with that too was um because of the pandemic it was pretty much hard to um it, it was pretty much hard to narrow our narrative to a particular niche of persons because everybody had to stay at home so you cannot really segregate the data of who is for what and what is for who or to clearly target sort of like a niche so it was hard to find um, a better user that would um, test the solution and of course apply it to their current state of uh, business so it, it was really critical so we had to adjust to the way we went along looking for this data um, to fit the current situation we were in which is of course the pandemic and um, the post pandemic too so yeah, that was really yeah. Yeah, and um, yeah and, and it affected us uh badly but um over time we found a way to adjust to it and leverage more on the goodies that the pandemic brought which is of course there would be now more online transaction and because there is more transaction there will be more fraud and because there is more fraud there would be more escrow and that is where we come in so i'm not a hater here right but i mean someone has to do something about uh, problems that exist and and that's what we do yeah yeah that makes sense um and before i let you go especially as a second time founder i wanted to get one or two lessons you've learned you know in your various journeys being a founder that you would like to share with other founders that are going to be listening to this podcast discipline 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 um and of course it depends on the capacity you serve as a founder or a co-founder um if you happen to be a ceo um i would i would say learn to listen but be stubborn these two qualities would make your company stand or fall mm. wow so discipline learning to listen and also be stubborn about i believe what you believe in be stubborn about your vision um, but make sure you are also teachable you are also open to listening to how other people see things um, on that note i'd like to thank you so much precious for coming on the couch this has been a very very insightful conversation and if you are still listening and haven't checked make sure to check out pandascrew.io and begin to live in a fraud-free heaven for every transaction you do whether you're a business owner whether you just want to buy stuff from your vendors on instagram or Gigi or whatever um pandas crew is literally here to make sure that your money is protected that you are safe and you are fraud-free um and you know for everyone listening thank you so much for listening up until this moment um